Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today I want to focus on 2 Samuel chapter 12. This is the story of Nathan the prophet who confronts David after his adultery with Bathsheba. And as I read through uh, this lesson, I want you to ask yourself, has there ever been a time in my life when I have played the role of Nathan in someone else's life where I've literally spoken truth to power? Uh, and flip that question and ask, who are the Nathans in my life? Uh, and uh, why is it important uh, for a person to feel confident in the, enough in their faith to sometimes uh, step out into very difficult settings and to challenge others uh, to live their lives in a better way? So we begin now <clears throat> with Second Samuel chapter 12, and it reads, And the Lord sent Nathan to David. He came to him and said to him, There were two men in a certain city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had very many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing but one little ewe lamb, which he had bought. He brought it up, and it grew up with him and with his children. It used to eat of his meager fare, and drink from his cup, and lie in his bosom, and it was like a daughter to him. Now there came a traveler to the rich man, and he was loath to take one of his own flock or herd to prepare for the wayfarer who had come to him. But he took the poor man's lamb and prepared that for the guest who had come to him. Then David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. He said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this deserves to die. He shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing and because he had no pity. Nathan said to David, You are the man. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I anointed you king over Israel and I rescued you from the hand of Saul. I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your bosom and gave you the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, I would have added as much more. Why have you despised the word of the Lord to do what is evil in his sight? You have struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and have taken his wife to be your wife, and have killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from your house." For you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife. Thus says the Lord, I will raise up trouble against you from within your own house, and I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor, and he shall lie with your wives in the sight of this very son. For you did it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel and before the son. David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Nathan said to him, to David, Now the Lord has put away your sin, you shall not die. Nevertheless, because by this deed you have utterly scorned the Lord, the child that is born to you shall die. Then Nathan went to his house. The Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bore to David and it became very ill. David therefore pleaded with God for the child. 
David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. The elders of his house stood beside him, urging him to rise from the ground, but he would not, nor did he eat food with them. On the seventh day the child died, and the servants of David were afraid to tell him that the child was dead. For they said, While the child was still alive, we spoke to him, and he did not listen to us. How then can we tell him the child is dead? He may do himself some harm. But when David saw that his servants were whispering together, he perceived that the child was dead. And David said to his servants, Is the child dead? They said, He is dead. Then David rose from the ground, washed, anointed himself, and changed his clothes. He went into the house of the Lord and worshipped. He then went to his own house, and when he asked, they set food before him, and he ate. Then his servants said to him, What is this thing that you have done? You have fasted and wept for the child while it was still alive. But when the child died, you rose and ate food. He said, While the child was still alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, Who knows? The Lord may be gracious to me and the child may live. But now he is dead. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. Then David consoled his wife Bathsheba and went to her and lay with her. And she bore a son, and he named him Solomon. The Lord loved him and sent a message by the prophet Nathan So he named him Jedidiah because of the Lord. Now Joab fought against Rabbah of the Ammonites and took the royal city. Joab sent messengers to David and said, I have fought against Rabbah. Moreover, I have taken the water city. Now then, gather the rest of the people together and encamp against the city and take it. Or I myself will take the city and it will be called by my name. So David gathered all the people together and went to Rabbah and fought against it and took it. He took the crown of Milcom from his head. The weight of it was a talent of gold, and in it was a precious stone, and it was placed on David's head. He also brought forth the spoil of the city, a great amount. He brought out the people who were in it, and set them to work with saws and iron picks and iron axes, or sent them to the brickworks. Thus he did to all the cities of the Ammonites. Then David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. It's been quite a a chapter, and uh, I'd like to share with you some questions for reflection. Number one, what are your thoughts about the approach Nathan makes to David? Two, Who can you think of in modern times who has the moral authority of a Nathan to speak truth to power? Three, is there a person in your life who has played a role similar to Nathan? Four, have you ever acted in the role of Nathan, the role that Nathan played in the life of another person? Five, what are your reflections about the way David responds to Nathan? Six, what does this story inform you about the relationship between David and Bathsheba? Seven, what are your thoughts about the death of the child? 
8. What does the conclusion of this chapter tell you about the redemptive nature of God? I'd like to conclude now with a word of prayer uh, based on what we have just read. Let us pray. Hear my prayer, O Lord. When I am wrong, sit me down. When I am low, cause me to stand. Look beyond my faults and set me on a right path. Lead me and guide me. Direct me and correct me. You are my joy and sunshine. Bless me with your favor and shower me with love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Again, this is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor and senior minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, located in the heart of Detroit and at the very tip-top of the Medical Center area in Detroit. If you're ever in Detroit, please feel welcome to stop by our church. We're located at 600 East Warren Avenue, and I or somebody else will be happy to give you a personally guided tour. Until tomorrow or the next time, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and God bless.